0: Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax
1: questions. Want to learn more about the people behind Tony Walker? Well, stay
2: tuned, and we'll show you welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money the worry-free retirement with your host nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author tony walker
1: Welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement, and I am your host for today, a little man in a sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get into the uh, meat of today's show, let me welcome America's favorite financial sidekick, faithfully standing by to produce the show, Mr. Aaron Orender. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well on this February 16th, 2021. And uh, Aaron, we got a really interesting show today. In fact, uh, I don't want to say we threw it together. That sounds like it's going to be a disaster. It's actually going to be a really good show. But uh, let me set the stage, folks. So last week uh, in the Worry-Free Retirement Studios, which are located in Louisville, Kentucky, that's where one of our offices is located, uh, we had the good fortune of having two of our staff from the Bowling Green office. That's where most of the action takes place in terms of the service work. Uh, I have 10 full-time employees in our Bowling Green office and getting ready to hire 11th, quite frankly, just to handle all the growing business. But we had in the studios, Aaron, uh, I know you helped produce the radio and TV show for that, uh, fellow fiduciary, Miss Heather Hughes, and tax-certified expert there in the Bowling Green office, Lee Leanne Tinsley. So, first of all, as you produce the show, I know it's hard for you to kind of watch the show as you're producing it, but... Uh, What were your thoughts uh, in all of the information we were able to garner from just their experience while they were here?
2: Well, you know, it's always great to see people from the other office. You know, Heather and Leanne, if you're listening, good morning. So thankful that you guys were able to come up. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to watch people on camera and just see how they are. And, you know, (laughs) they, they get right down to business. I love that about Leanne. She gets right down to business, you know.
1: A young lady, a few words. She And that's good. You know, we have uh, one of the things I've tried to train our staff in, and this is a very biblical concept, but let your words be few. And uh, I know you were even in our meeting, our staff meeting, we have once a year, Aaron. But what I found is, you know, we have to be ultra, ultra efficient because we work with so many people and handle so many phone calls and so many service requests. So I guess before we get into the meat of the show, I've got it, it's gonna be a pre-recording of Lee Ann and Heather, and we'll set the stage here in a minute. But Aaron, you were able to come down and attend, you and Derek and Mary Beth and our production team, our annual staff meeting. This was several weeks ago in Bowling Green. What was your take on sitting through that four or five hour meeting in terms of our processes and all the work that goes into
2: making sure we take care of our clients? Well, that's just it. It's a lot of work. It's, you know, this isn't just over the night kind of stuff, folks. I mean, you know, the Bowling Green office is down there working hard to make sure that, you know, your money's not going to be wasted or eaten up in taxes or whatever. I mean, they really want the best for you. Uh, One of the things I really took away was just you took, you probably took over an hour just to really break down how your split IRA uh, concept works. And, you know, with being on your show for years and years and years, I mean, even sitting down for just a little bit of extra time to really watch how it works and to be able to ask you questions and everything, I really just feel like I got a good, good grasp on it.
1: Yeah. And in fact, I think even your comments about that kind of propelled me uh, to, and this will be on next week, but we are going to do a radio show and a TV show actually dedicated solely, the full 30 minutes, just to the split R A concept. So I'm really excited about that. So uh, folks, next week uh, we will be talking about that split IRA concept and as well the television show, in case folks are not familiar with the television show, we're on uh, was it seven different stations throughout Kentucky now? Seven
2: stations throughout Kentucky. Yeah, you know, okay. that's right.
1: And if you want to watch the TV show, you could go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. I think there's a link or something in there for media
2: or. Yeah, you can just uh, you can just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and right up there in the top uh, right hand corner, just click and there's a there's a drop down menu. I think it says uh, television and radio shows. You okay. just click on that.
1: And then, if you want to watch past episodes, of course, they can go to YouTube.com and watch all of our video content. And on that one, they have to type in Tony Walker Financial to
2: be that's a correct. Subscriber. You go to YouTube.com, folks. YouTube.com. Just type in Tony Walker Financial and click search, and that's gonna be your that's gonna be your first thing right there.
1: Okay, so let's get into the meat of the interview. So what I did again, these are pre-recorded. We had already recorded Leanne Tinsley, our tax-certified specialist at Tony Walker Financial, as well as Heather Hughes, um, our Bowling Green in-house salaried fiduciary there. And the interview went so well just describing all the work we do that I said, hey, ladies, uh, before you jump back in the car to hit Bowling Green, I want to record some more here. So what we did and what we're getting ready to play for you is all of the work that goes into two very important tax considerations that all savers must consider when they get at or near retirement. The first one we're going to talk in further about here is the RMD or Required Minimum Distribution. That's the money you have to take out of your tax-infested IRA or 401k when you turn age 72. So we're going to go over detail and help you understand that concept from the government. And then secondly, what's called a Roth conversion, where you take a current tax-infested IRA or 401k and turn it in magically to a tax-free conduit for life and, listen, and the pros and cons of doing that. So let's do this, let's get right into the interviews, and then I'll come back at the end of the show with a few uh, closing comments. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Leanne Tinsley and fellow fiduciary Heather Hughes. With us in the studio, As we record part two of our series on what to tell your kids when you die, is fellow fiduciary out of Bowling Green, Miss Heather Hughes. First of all, thanks for sticking around for show number two. You didn't know I was going to rope you into this, did you?
3: Was not disclosed, (laughs) but I'm happy to be here.
1: And of course, Miss Leanne Tinsley, Certified Tax Specialist at Tony Walker Financial. Thank you again for hanging around and joining us, Leanne.
0: You're welcome, Tony. All
1: right. So real quickly, we'll summarize this one. We touched on this briefly. To, in case you're just joining us, again, what we're imagining is somebody is an elderly couple. The one spouse has been deceased for years. The other spouse passes away and has this six hundred thousand dollar tax-infested IRA that they're going to leave in equal shares to three children. All right, that's the setup. So the first scenario we covered last week briefly: the two hundred thousand. This person wanted to pay off a mortgage, and then there was a lot of taxes in there. But Leanne, you had something to say about that uh, in terms of what you could do maybe to defuse some of those taxes in this example, paying off the house.
0: One option in this example is that we could spread that out over two tax years. Let's say we take a distribution in De- December and one in January. So you're only talking about half of the tax liability in each of those tax years. That would probably get rid of that net investment tax as well. So you Good would point. be saving uh, significantly there.
1: And we haven't touched on the SECURE Act. You, know, you used to be able to spread that tax over your lifetime under the RMDs for inherited IRAs. But in some ways, I guess it does give you a little bit of flexibility with this because you don't have to take it all out until 10 years, correct?
0: That is correct. With the new SECURE Act rules, any uh, death after 2020, those all have to be distributed within 10 years.
1: And then Heather, as a fiduciary and planner, I know you and I, we, we kind of go back and forth on this sometimes. But especially paying off the house, kind of speak to the fact that maybe an investor might look at this and go, well, why would you want to pay off the house? Why not take the 200000 and invest it and... But what do a lot of times savers think about debt and mortgages, and especially with an inheritance, it's kind of found money. What do some of our clients tend to react to when they have this kind of windfall, if you will?
3: Right. Um, A lot of times, one of the major goals for savers is to be debt-free when they are in retirement or when they're approaching retirement. And so having that burden of the mortgage can kind of weigh heavy on them. So we see this a lot um, in terms of one of their goals is to pay off the mortgage you know pretty soon or quickly and as leanne mentioned you know a lot of times we may split that goal out over a couple of years or maybe even three years mm-hmm. to minimize the taxes on that so very good it's a good idea and you know if it gives them peace at night and that's something that they feel accomplished for then it's important
1: Mm-hmm. i agree and uh, you know, even though that's a lot of taxes, as we talked about last week, I mean, the tax rates could go up in the future. You never know, we're gonna exactly. get it into some scenarios here where this is a biggie uh, issue. So again, that was the first child. And again, we're just kind of making this up, but we intentionally chose three different children with three different situations because we see that a lot, don't we? Not everybody's situations are exactly alike. Exactly. So let's go to sc- uh, scenario two, Derek. Same thing, this is the second child. Now this child's a little older, age 48, Little different circumstances. This child is single, only makes about $60,000 a year. And let's stop right there. Obviously, if they're single making $60,000 a year, there's a good chance this money's gonna come in handy. So in this example, this person didn't wanna take a lump sum, didn't have a mortgage and all that stuff, but needed supplemental income. So let's kinda of see what happens. So in, the, in our example here, now the 5%, obviously that's an assumed rate, but we imagine that the person doesn't wanna take the money Maybe they put it with our Charles Schwab platform, and we get five percent on the money. And what would that income be there, Derek? Yeah. So that means we would send an annual income in this example of twenty-four thousand and some change. So, Leanne, if you would, let's go over the taxes here and what's happening on this, and describe the different taxes.
0: Well, the federal tax uh, on that additional income that's going to raise their tax federal taxes to. 5427 as and you see on That's every the board. year, right? that's each year in state tax at 135. So there's your total tax for that year and then a reminder that that has to be fully distributed within 10 years.
1: Okay. And that's why in this example we imagine we paid it down in 10 years. So the net proceeds, I guess that's what a lot of people forget. You know, you're thinking, "Oh, 25,000 a year." that's not all the money and as we'll see in this next scenario we're going to cover it could even be much higher any thoughts on this right here uh, heather or leanne
3: well that's the you know the 10 year rule as leanne mentioned was from the secure act before you could stretch an ira so you would basically take required minimum distributions throughout your lifetime it would minimize the tax burden and that's why the irs has kind of closed that gap so they can receive the tax money, ahead, you know, sooner, so.
1: And, that, and we talk about that in the office a lot, don't you think? I mean, we're not trying to be prognosticators here, and we don't know what the politicians will do, but to me they're kind of showing their hand a little bit. I mean, to all of a sudden change and make beneficiaries take it out in 10 years tells me they want that tax revenue. They know they're going to get it. Would you agree?
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, you're looking at, what, a 48-year-old? Theoretically, you've got another 30 years for the IRS to wait on the, those That's tax true. funds.
1: That's true. Okay, now this is an interesting one. Scenario three, Derek, let's put that up. This is the third child, happens to be age 50, married now, whatever, we won't say what profession this is, but let's just imagine this person is working, making a half million dollars a year. Excuse me, Aaron, let's put up that tax bracket for them to see. Notice this, based on this 500,000, this person under current tax law is already paying Thirty-two percent federal bracket. Okay, thank you, Aaron. So back to this. They plan to retire at age sixty, all right, and they get two hundred thousand. Let's stop there. Do you think this person's gonna be excited about taking two hundred thousand out right now?
3: No, probably a burden.
1: <laughs> yeah. In other words, that think what's happening. This two hundred thousand dollars for this person, they're already in a thirty-seven percent bracket, and then the NIT, right Leanne, they're gonna have an extra tax, then the state tax. I mean, this would be a disaster to pull out this money, probably close to 50%, wouldn't you agree? Probably close to it. So this person, under the new law, they don't have to take anything out for 10 years, correct? Okay, so what we did, they put it with us, with Charles Schwab, we were imagining 5%. Now we wait 10 years. Okay, let's stop right there, Derek. So look at these taxes though. Now this is what hits people when they have large lump sums and try to take them out for whatever. Let's go over these taxes, uh Liam.
0: So again, we're in the 10th year, so he knows he has to fully distribute this amount at 325. So the federal tax on that's going to be 59,641. He's got an NIT kicking in of 2,880. State tax is going to be 14,733 for a total tax of 77,254.
1: And that and the net proceeds of 248. But what's kind of interesting, and inflation's kind of working against this too, we haven't thought about that in 10 years, the future value of this money. Plus, if this person with with an money manager other than us charging them one and a half or 2% or whatever some of these people are charging, I mean, that net proceeds, when you really factor in inflation and fees, could even be a lot less. Mm-hmm. So, folks, here's the thing when we come back, I'm going to cover what can happen if we don't do any planning, what a written game plan will provide you, what does the RMD mean? Why would you want to consider Roth conversions? We're gonna cover all of that in the next segment with Heather and Leanne. Stay tuned, you're watching The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Whether you're a long-time viewer of the Worry-Free Retirement or just catching it for the first time, know this, you can watch past episodes and educational clips by visiting our YouTube channel. Just log on to YouTube.com and search Tony Walker Financial. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. We're glad you've joined us. And again in the studio with us is fellow fiduciary Heather Hughes. Thanks again for joining us. You're welcome. And Miss Leanne Tinsley, our tax-certified specialist in Bowling Green. Once again, thank you all for coming down. So, I, you know, the, the theme has been written game plans, writing things down, trying to remember it. We were talking about making sure kids, you know, spouses know where everything is located how important that is. And I I want to kind of digress a little bit just to set the stage. Um, Did you ever meet my father-in-law, Bill Moore? No. You did not. Leanne, did you meet Mr. Moore? I did not. Okay, great man. He got me started in the business in 1984. Miss him dearly. Now, this is Mr. Moore and Miss Moore. Della, now, you did know Della, and you even did Della's books there after Mr. Moore passed away, correct?
0: I did. She was a real joy.
1: Yeah, and they were so much fun, but they love to go out to eat. You know, me and Susan, we love to go out. And they would go to nice places. I mean, that was always interesting. One of their favorite places was a place in Atlanta called the Peasant Uptown. Have you heard me talk about this place? No. In the Buckhead area? Yeah. Let's see. Is there an article? Did that thing close down? Well, at the time, yeah, it was like fine dining at its best. Mr. Moore, anytime they're going to Florida, he always stopped at the Peasant Uptown. And I got to eat there with him once, Susan and I. But the, the waiters at the Peasant Uptown, when they'd come out and take your order, Mr. Moore was always so impressed. He was very analytical, very smart man. They'd go around the table, look at all four of us, wouldn't take notes, nothing, ask what you wanted. And it was a pretty involved menu. You'd spout it off, they'd nod, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go back to the kitchen. It's like, there's no way they're going to get this right. Come back, and every time, it was perfect. It was incredible. Now, in your planning, folks, you can't do that. That's the whole problem. You're trying to think of all this in your head. That's why we're encouraging people to write everything down. But the waiters at Peasant Uptown didn't have to write everything down. Now, the reason I'm telling you the story, once I was meeting with Mr. Moore at the office, and I'd only been there a year or two, and he was a pretty stern man, pretty frank. And I'm sitting there looking at him, and he's barking out orders, and I'm nodding. "Mm -hmm, Yeah, and he looked at me, and then he responded this way. Who do you think you are? One of those servers with the peasant uptown? Get a paper and pen, write this down, and I'm scurrying around trying to write it down. Well, his point was, if it's not written down, you're gonna forget it. So folks, that's the point. If things are not written down in writing, you're gonna have a mess on your hands. We see it time and time again. So what I thought I would do in the remaining time since I have you both here, is talk about a couple of the main things we do for our planning clients in the area of RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions, and Roth conversions. So I would like to kind of turn it over to Leanne briefly and just tell people first of all what a RMD is, what the new age requirement is, and then our responsibility and what we try to do for our clients in making sure we optimize those RMDs.
0: Okay Tony, the RMD is the required minimum distribution and that's what the government requires. Everyone um, starting at the age of 72 with a qualified account must take a distribution that is calculated based on their the IRS figures that are provided um, and that has to be taken each year now what we do uh, in our office is um, check with each client's portfolio make sure that we cover all of the qualified accounts they may have and calculate their RMD total across those accounts for the year and make sure that they get processed correctly
1: and that's a that's a tremendous job that you're doing Leanne in the office and then back to the planning aspects though sometimes heather we're encouraging people most people are just taught by the financial world don't worry about it just wait till 72 put it off why would you want to pay the taxes now kind of tell the art twist on that a little bit maybe it's the live well die broke philosophy but i think it makes more sense why we encourage people sometimes to get ahead of those rmds
3: well the tax tumor is never going away so there's that um, a lot of times we'll build it out into a strategy Maybe start paying down some of those qualified accounts the early stages prior of retirement, to seventy two, correct? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, not every time, depends you know situational specific, but we might be able to delay their Social Security longer mm-hmm. by paying those down. So what we're doing, hopefully, paying down at a lower tax rate if we think tax taxes are going up in the future anyway and then also securing a higher lifetime benefit through Social Security.
1: That's a great example. And then in, in kind of a remaining time, I'd say probably the biggest buzzword right now, and I, I think it is kind of a buzzword because everybody wants to save on taxes, right, is something called a Roth conversion. Now, folks, we do Roth conversions, but uh, the Roth conversion, you have to be careful. So, Leanne, Uh, go ahead and define what a Roth conversion is and in our practice uh, I guess to share with our viewing audience what what would you say are the ideal candidates in most cases to consider a Roth conversion so define what it is and then who would you say are the best candidates for one
0: well in simple terms a Roth conversion is taking all or a portion of a qualified account converting it, which would mean we're going to pay the taxes on it now while we assume that tax rates are going to be lower. And then that will go into a Roth account, which will grow tax free for life. Um, Roth conversions are not for everyone. Uh, It's very case specific. And so we take a lot of information into account before we ever uh, encourage a client to uh, do a Roth conversion.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Any, any thoughts from you from a planning standpoint on Roth conversions and when we look at them and execute them and think well this was smart and then other times we've even done some Roth conversions like well, eh, don't know if that was maybe the best planning uh, aspect of, of all. So, I think
3: it speaks to the importance of having an advisor before you implement anything like that. Uh, Roth conversions can have trickle-down effects on If you're already taking Social Security, um, that could make your Social Security more taxable. If you're not taking Social Security yet and you're within two years of starting Medicare, that could affect your future Medicare premiums. That's right, good point. So there's a lot to kind of take into consideration with that. You want to make sure you have enough cash on hand to pay the taxes so you're not paying it out of the Roth account itself. Uh, That way you're maximizing that tax-free growth. So it's really not like, oh, hey, great idea. I'm going to do a Roth conversion and go into it blindly. You've really got to look at the whole situation.
1: And then the final thing I wanted to cover in our time remaining, uh, as you know, folks, we do a lot of annuity work, although we really are half of our business last year. We figured that out. I think in 2021, we did about 57 million of new money that went into our Schwab platform. Ironically, about 57 million that went into annuities. I thought that was ironic with our split IRA concept is about half and half. But I think these annuities are a wonderful tool and a lot of people like them. Leanne, you may see this, but when we can kick on that mailbox money, especially when they're approaching 72 and know that more than likely that mailbox money is always going to cover that RMD, kind of speak to that and we're, we see annuities playing a role in the tax planning aspect of our practice.
0: Well, we're starting to utilize that uh, mailbox money more and more to cover those RMDs. And that also just gives the client peace of mind that they know they don't have to worry about whether they're going to get dinged or not for missing that RMD. That mailbox money is going to come every year.
1: Yeah. So, folks, in closing, what I would say right now, if you're, you're sitting there listening to all this going, gosh, I can't believe the amount of work you all go into trying to do this planning and these written game plans, what I would encourage you to do is right now log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, click on that Let's Get Started. There's no cost or obligation to meet. We'd be happy to look at your situation in person, again, at no cost or obligation, or if you like, you just want to give us a call, the number is 877 that's 877 499 9255. I'm going to let you young ladies get on back to Bowling Green. When I come back, good stuff coming your way. And as you all skedaddle, I'm going to get me a cup of coffee. Be right back.
3: Tony, I keep hearing the term fiduciary, and it's a relatively new term, at least to me. Can you explain what that is and why it's so important for folks to work with a fiduciary?
1: Well, actually, you're right. Fiduciary is a term you don't hear a lot. In the financial world, though, it's getting very, very popular because there are so many people giving financial advice now. So a fiduciary, by definition, simply means that someone is going to be working in your best interest, not theirs. The problem in the financial world, in order to transact business, to manage your money, for instance, you don't have to be a fiduciary by law. In other words, it's kind of odd, but you don't have to actually be held to a higher standard of working in someone's best interest. So we at Tony Walker Financial have volunteered, we have elected to become fiduciaries. We have the proper licensing. Besides myself, there are three other fiduciaries, and our job is to make sure that we are working in the client's best interest.
3: So give me an example of uh, what a first meeting might look like if I'm a new client, I come into your office and I meet with you or one of your associates.
1: Yeah, a good way to tell if you're working with a fiduciary is how quickly are they moving you through the process. So for instance, at Tony Walker Financial, that first meeting, Diane, when we sit down, we're basically going to go over all of your information. That's all we do at the first meeting. We're collecting data. We're making sure we understand what it is you want and what you're trying to achieve. Then in almost all cases, we have a second appointment. Now during the second appointment is where we provide all of our findings, all of our assessment. And that information is confidential to you and personalized to you. Now, here's the real thing that really surprises people. We generally don't ask people to buy anything after that second meeting unless they're ready to move forward. We encourage them to take their information home, study it, make sure they understand how we're paid, how much money we're going to make on the transaction if they move money over, and just make sure they have a real comfort level. So yes, in conclusion, Diane, you want to make sure you're working with a fiduciary. Well, welcome back to The Worry-Free Retirement, and I hope you enjoyed those two pre-recorded interviews that we had with tax-certified specialist Leanne Tinsley and fellow fiduciary Heather Hughes of our Bowling Green offices. And Aaron, before we close out the show, uh, you're over there listening to those interviews. What, what is your overall takeaway from these young ladies sharing with us about potentially complicated matters
2: like RMDs and Roth conversions? Well, that's just the thing. Complicated and, you know, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of information. And, you know, these people are specialists. You know, the people in the Bowling Green office, the people in the Louisville office, I mean, we are specialists. We are focused on the task at hand and what we are good at. And, you know, that's just the thing, Tony. Everybody's situation is different. You know, we can't just throw out a blanket statement and say, well, folks, this is, this is the product that everybody needs. You know, I mean, everybody's situation is a little different, and that's why I think it's important for people to contact the Bowling Green office, you know, figure out what you need, get in with you, figure out a game plan that meets their needs.
1: Oh, that was well said, Aaron. Yeah, so folks, maybe you're sitting there right now and you're thinking, you know, golly, I've got a 401k with a huge institution and... I don't even want to call them anymore because every time I call, I get a different response. Or, you know, I've been thinking about working with an advisor. Maybe you've been out to the Free State Dinner seminars. I don't know. You know, there's there's so many options out there, and some people even come in, uh, Aaron, who are visiting with other people. And this is not a knock on other advisors, but you know what they say after meeting with three or four different advisors? I'm more confused than ever. <laughs> so, folks, here's the thing: if you want to sit down with me in person, Tony Walker, I've done this for over 37 years. And, and see what this process, the Worry Free Retirement process, is all about and get a personalized, listen, personalized written game plan, not a one-size-fits-all, you know, number crunching deal for you. And best of all, this game plan is absolutely free. So to take advantage of this free offer, all you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started button or just simply call us at 877 499 9255. That's eight seven seven four nine nine. walk Well, as we mentioned earlier, next week, I'm very excited. I'm going to spend the entire 30 minutes on the Worry-Free Retirement talking about this unique concept we use for savers called the split IRA concept. But you remember between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.